Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. Welcome to the Just Joe Monday Show. Doesn't that sound good? Sounds good, doesn't it? I appreciate you stopping by for another, I'm going to call this one a 20-minute visit because I got a bit of a rant I want to go off on, and uh, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off by, of all things, the Canadian flag, and uh, stay tuned. You'll understand what that means in a minute. Also got the usual, usual pop culture stuff for you to listen to, so let's get into it. Wait. I almost, how do I almost forget on my own damn show? Uh, (laughs) I need, I I need to, I need to ask you to hit subscribe or, uh, or follow wherever you're listening or watching this. There's a subscribe, there's a follow, there's a five star, a thumbs up, a place to leave a review, a comment. All of these things, um, are really important to me, uh, because they help grow the show. And last week, we were one of the top 100 parenting podcasts in Canada. It's amazing. I wasn't expecting that. I greatly appreciate everyone's support. Uh, this little show of mine keeps growing, and it's on the back of you. I do this uh, a lot for me, a little for you, and it's starting to become the partnership. We're starting to do this together, so uh, thank you. I really cannot thank you enough. Trust me, when my subscriber count goes up by one I like show my wife my phone. I'm like, I got another one. I got another subscriber. So it's really important to me. Keep doing it. Thank you. Now let's start the show. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Okay. So we're going to start with, um, if you recall last week, I had kind of a shitty week and I talked about all these things that went wrong. Um, it continued into early last week, um, and we're going to do a visual here, but I incredible hulked my door handle off of the car on the van. Uh, I, have a, I have a minivan. It was cold one morning. Uh, I guess the door handle was frozen. I went to open it, and, it, and you can see by the picture here, the handle came right off the door. I don't know if you've ever tried to get two kids into car seats without working sliding doors on the side. It's um, it's not fun. And I've already emailed a couple of like body shops and they're like, oh, we don't do that sort of thing. Uh, I think I'm going to have to take this to the dealership. I don't want to because they're going to pay me. They're going to charge me an arm and a leg. But uh, yeah, I incredible hulk the door handle right off the van. Welcome to living in Canada, where it gets so cold, you too can rip apart your car. All right, so the next thing is a bit of a rant. I I, I am not terribly prepared by this. I just had a vis- I had a visceral reaction while driving on the weekend. So in Canada, we've been dealing with this uh, 
convoy anti-vax movement uh, that has been co-opted by racists. And honestly, I don't even know if it was co-opted by racists. I think it was just always... I think the same people who are anti-vax. And again, I want to differentiate. The unvaccinated are not anti-vaxxers necessarily. There are a lot of legitimate reasons why someone cannot get vaccinated. I know several people who cannot or have been advised, don't get it. These people do not go online encouraging others to not get the vaccine. So there's a difference. An unvaccinated person, for medical reasons, is generally pretty timid about the whole thing. They're almost embarrassed by the fact that they can't get it. Someone who is anti-vax is trying to convert others to be anti-vaxxers as well. Because they need friends. And their other family and friends are starting to alienate them. So, this kind of uh, anti-vax rally has been co-opted. Now I think they called it anti-mandate, but whatever the case. Anyways, anti-mandate. And no one likes mandates. Who's like, yay, pro-mandate? Yay, I can't leave my house anymore. Um, no one's pro-mandate, but these assholes have become a, you know, it's freedom and it's anti-mandate and it's anti-vax and it's white power and it's, it's, they can't keep their messaging straight. Even the idea of calling it a convoy, uh, implies truckers when like 90% of the truckers, I think it's 80% of the trucking population is vaccinated. So it's stupid. Um, if they had just called this thing Occupy Ottawa. It would have been a better message. We're going to occupy Ottawa until they clear the vaccine mandates. Okay, that's a message I think a lot of people could understand. But Jesus Christ, it just turned into this big-ass party with honking horns. and anyways. It spread. On this, this past weekend, it spread with it throughout Canada. So there were uh, rallies. I don't know what the hell you want to call them at this point. There were rallies. In Quebec City, and Toronto, and Vancouver, I think I heard there was one. All the big kind of cities. Um, they had, they continued on with this nonsense. Uh, Ottawa has declared a state of emergency because they want to get these fucking rednecks out of here. Uh, so they're starting to clamp down on that, and they're going to shut that shit down. All that being said, <laughs> I started by saying I was triggered, or I got a visceral reaction. And that was... Um, and I'm showing an image here. It's kind of a generic image, but it's a pickup truck with a Canadian flag hanging out the back. In this case, attached to a hockey stick because, you know, Canada. Um, so as I was driving on Saturday, I went to visit a, a, an aunt. Um, I saw a lot of pickup trucks with the Canadian flag, presumably heading downtown to attend the the big redneck rally and I was getting physically angry as I was driving I could feel it in my body my blood pressure was going up and I was having a I was getting triggered the 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 right would say oh you're triggered bro you're triggered yeah I was fucking triggered um because I never thought the Canadian flag would trigger me and I never thought seeing the Canadian flag 
would um, be less than a sense of pride. Uh, I take a lot of pride in Canada. I always have been very proud Canadian. Um, and I, I don't know where that stems from. I don't want to be one of those guys who's like, well, my grandfather served in World War II. He did. He drove a tank. It was awesome. Uh, he used to joke about the only injury he suffered during World War II was when he dropped the tank lid on his thumb. Shattered his thumb. So, I remember that story. And I guess there's some pride from that. But I've just always been proud of the fact that we're like this awesome country that gives free health care. And we generally say please and thank you. And all of our stereotypes are really goofy and funny. And oh yeah, how's it going, eh? Um, and I, I love... I love this goddamn country. And then when I see the flag on a pickup truck, I'm like, fucking rednecks. Like, and the, the U.S. saw this as well. The co-opting of the flag by racists and freedom fighters or something. They're fighting for freedom um, in a country that allows them to protest and block traffic and, and make other people's lives inconvenient. If they lived in a country that wasn't free, they wouldn't be allowed to do that. I don't think they understand any of this, um, any of this shit. They don't understand what real restrictions would feel like. If there were police beating you with batons because you were protesting... That's not a lot of freedom. If we block off roads to make it easier for you to protest, that seems like lots of freedom. <laughs> I just... So, look, I was triggered by the Canadian flag, and that pisses me off. And that's... Now I'm getting angry um, with this this whole protest and stuff. Because uh, I don't want them co-opting the flag. I also have also always had a dream of owning a pickup truck. So now, <laughs> now I can't. I don't know if I necessarily want to do that anytime soon until the environment, the, the political climate has changed a little bit. But if I want to buy a pickup truck, am I like, look, I know how I look. I look like, I look like one of them. I also happen to really like country music that's two strikes against me what i look like and what i listen to so if i then buy a pickup truck that's three strikes now if i happen to attach a canadian flag to the back of that pickup truck and play country music jesus christ what will the neighbors think of me when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just, I'm tired of this. And I'm not tired of the, the restrictions and the lockdowns. Yes, I'm tired of that shit. That's goes without saying. Um, I'm tired of these, the, the five or 10% of Canada 
holding the rest of us hostage. And the rest of us are so fucking complacent. Because we're Canadian. And it's got to come to a head eventually. And I think our government, our weak, weak ass government needs to step in and do something and crack down on this shit before these uh, idiots become more emboldened and more empowered. And they actually try to do a January 6th. Because um, the longer this goes on, the more emboldened and more empowered they're going to feel. So I guess to kind of tie a bow on this rant, um, I'm kind of embarrassed by uh, by our country right now. And I'm embarrassed by a lot of the way things, a lot of the decision making. And I'm embarrassed about the way a lot of it's been executed. I'm embarrassed by the way it's being covered on the news. Um, I'm just, just tired, just tired of it. (sighs) All right, that's enough of that. Uh, let's go into something more fun. Uh, let's go into something called Murderville. I started watching Murderville on the weekend. Uh, I have a very tight knit group of shows that I watch. Uh, but when I saw the trailer for Murderville, I thought I'm going to let this one get into my little world here. And, uh, Will Arnett plays a Terry Seattle, a detective. And each episode, they have to solve a murder. Terry and the actors have the script. The guest sidekick each week does not have the script, and they have to improvise. And it's Conan O'Brien, Camille Nanjani, Marshawn Lynch, Ken Jeong, uh, I think Sharon Stone, and then the girl from Schitt's Creek. I apologize, I don't remember her name. Because I never watched Shift's Creek. It's on my to-do list. But uh, really funny show. So if you're looking for a nice laugh. We tend to watch it right before bed. Because it gives us a a warm and fuzzies before bedtime. So I think it's only eight episodes. We'll be done by the end of the week. Highly recommend. Last week it was announced that uh, CW, home of the Arrowverse, has picked up a pilot for a show called Gotham Knights. I'm going to read here because I I think just the description of the show sounds amazing. The show will see Bruce Wayne's adopted son and the children of Gotham's most wanted supervillains teaming up to clear their names in the wake of Batman's murder. How awesome does that sound? Holy shit. Sign me up for Gotham Knights. Um, Look, we're going to see, I would would expect that we'll see Robin. I I would expect that we'll see Nightwing. Batwoman, the Red Skull, not the Red Skull, the Red Hood. I almost got the Captain America thing mixed up here. Um, but that sounds really good. So it's been picked up for a pilot. You never know with these things, but uh, my excitement level for that kind of show went up. Last week, Rockstar Games. I'm going to try and make this image bigger, but I don't think it's going to... Anyways, fuck it. Uh, Rockstar Games announced that they are in active development of Grand Theft Auto 6. That is... Grand Theft Auto 5 has been out for about nine years now. So this is a long time. And they're kind of making these games kind of generational because of how big they're making them and how much expansions they add onto them. I don't play Grand Theft Auto. I have tried. I've never actually completed a Grand Theft Auto game. It's maybe a little embarrassing to admit. 
Uh, I like the mechanics. I like the stories. I just lose interest. Any game that has that much for me to do, I like a narrow storyline. Um, I like a narrow storyline. I like a campaign mode. Uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption. I played the I played the main story, and that's it. I got to the end. Uh, the Uncharted games, same thing. So, Grand Theft Auto Six is going to come out sometime in the next two, three years, and you or your kids will likely play it and enjoy it very much. I will hear a lot about it. I might talk about it a little if it has uh, some sort of news or cultural significance, but otherwise, uh, I'll skip it, just like anything else. I'll tell you a game I am playing, but uh, is Wordle. Everyone's playing Wordle, right? Everyone's playing Wordle. I'm not addicted to Wordle. But, you know, in between meetings at work, if I if I need five minutes to kind of clear my head, I'll pop into Wordle to see. But they were purchased last week by the New York Times. New York Times, home of the world-famous New York Times crossword puzzle. This just kind of adds to their game portfolio, if you will. Uh, I don't see any changes coming to this, except for the fact that I would expect a Wordle app. That's my prediction. I think they'll put a Wordle app in there and then there'll be all kinds of like little bonus shit. You want to pay to see a letter? You can pay to see a letter. And that's how they'll they'll earn a little bit more coin on that because apparently they paid upwards of $10 million for this game. They're going to want some return on their investment. And it's not going to be just through advertising dollars. It will be through microtransactions. I am almost certain of it. Stay tuned for news on Wordle. Unless it becomes no longer relevant, then I will no longer cover it. Hey, did you know the Olympics are going on? I'm not even sure if I can say Olympics without this thing being blocked on YouTube. But uh, 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 yeah, the Winter Games started last week. Uh, I had no idea. I found out the day of. I don't know anyone who's talking about it. I don't know anything that's going on. I knew it was in Beijing because they were the only ones who were kind of well-equipped to still host another Olympics. But uh, outside of that, I know nothing about it. If you know anything about the Winter Olympics, feel free to share with me. And we're going to end on Tom Brady, the GOAT. The greatest of all times for you older people listening. Uh, he announced his retirement 22 years after playing in the NFL. Uh, I am not a Tom Brady fan, and a lot of that's because uh, I was a Peyton Manning guy. I, I was. Look, I can respect greatness, even if I don't necessarily like the individual. Uh, and you cannot deny his greatness on the field. 22 years in the NFL, uh, umpteen rings, umpteen blah, 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 blah. We all know his accolades. Uh, but when I came into the NFL, when my friends got me, into the NFL because uh, I wasn't really into it but they got into it and peer pressure uh, I took Peyton Manning I was a Peyton Manning guy I liked the Colts I liked the way he looked at the game and it was always Manning versus Brady um, and in my heart I always knew Brady was better but there was an argument to be made that Manning was better and then just the way Brady has performed over 22 years yeah, you can't argue that he's the he's the goat. So uh, NFL will look different next year without him. That's for sure. 
it's in good hands with some the Mahomes of the world. The NFL will not go anywhere. And uh, I guess see you later, Tom Brady. That's it. That's the show. Where the hell is my uh, my next slide? There it is. That's it. Game over. That's the show. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, if you didn't catch last week's interview with Shannon New Spangler, hospital chaplain uh, and pastor, it was a really, really good conversation. Um, I had a lot of responses from that from that interview with people saying how much they enjoyed it. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that one. Uh, this week, Snarky Mommy seventy eight Gretel is coming back. Uh, no real topic of discussion, not doing an interview. I'm going to talk parenting uh, hot topics. So I'm going to find a bunch of parenting hot topics, and we're going to discuss that, maybe some marriage hot topics. And uh, we're going to shoot the shit on that stuff for 15, 20 minutes. And then next week, I've got comedian Steve Patterson booked. Big-time guest for us. <laughs> Legit Canadian star. Um in the vein of brittle star, except way more television exposure. Um, so you might recognize, you probably would recognize him less. I'm about to say you might recognize him more, but you probably wouldn't because brittle star is on your phone. Uh, 100% of the time. Steve is, uh, a legend on CBC and his show, the debaters. And, uh, we're going to talk parenting and I'm sure it'll be a hoot. So looking forward to that conversation. That was a, a big get for a little show like mine. Tell your friends. Uh, I want to thank DeanBlundell.com, of course. DeanBlundell.com, home of Canada's number one podcast network. He goes Monday to Friday, three-ish. It's one of the best podcasts in Canada. Their coverage of the uh, Redneck Rally has been top-notch. They got Karima. She's the best. And then, uh, that's it. So, listen, subscribe, share, watch. Tell a friend. Hit me up on my socials. Comment. Tell me you love me. Tell me you hate me. Tell me what you want to hear me talk about. I'm down for it all. This is your show as well. Like, this is, this is, this is for us. So, that's the Monday, Monday, oh, I almost screwed it up. Just Joe Monday show. And, uh, be well, be safe. We'll talk later on in the week. Thanks for listening. Damn. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast. But we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better... Check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com and listen to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.